Oh, God. Don't don't ever mix wine and gum ever again. But aside from that good advice, how was the first weekend of uh, um, quarantine and, and, and uh, chill? Shelter. You should never mix gum with anything. It's like toothpaste and orange juice. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It is these guys again. I am your sexist and uh, narcissistic, I guess, host sometime. And a guy over here with the damn technology in his hand is none other than the six, seven hot fucking beaner burrito motherfuckers how's it going hey man how's it how's it how's it hot burrito that's a new one <laughs> that's a new one right there trip me out right there that's a new one right there we have not rehearsed any of this no, that's a new one not. right there this is why we love each other. this is why we love this right here bro i've been having fucking bean burritos probably all week because shit man it's hard to get shit at h-e-b man it's shelter in place uh coronavirus is real people it is real so take what your government is saying to fucking heart have you not seen the shit that's going on out here man dude it is fucking empty streets and empty austin i've never seen any of this in my entire life man i i've never seen austin streets this damn empty everywhere I mean, you see people on the street, essential government workers, as they're called. Um, <laughs> yeah, those quotation marks. You people can see that, but I'm I was essential. doing the whole question. Yeah, I'm essential. Ah, <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Store clerk say essential. Um, but no, I mean, I see people on the road from about, I'd say, nine o'clock till maybe three in the afternoon. And then it's just like everybody's home. Not even that, dude. I like the usual route I usually take for going to work or going or uh, going to the grocery store. Dude, streets are completely empty. It it is it is kind of like everybody just got abducted by the aliens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tom I mean, Delong was right. Yo, <laughs> aliens exist. It is it is real out here. Like it is. It's scary. We're living in history. We are. Like we are living in a time that I don't think anyone our age or even our parents' ages, and in my case, uh, some people's cases, their grandparents haven't lived through something like this. Right. Um, I can, I don't know, the Great Depression with the economy and stuff, uh, uh, hard time. Re- yeah. Yeah, that's reality. This right here is... A disease that's killing people. Like, don't wash your hands. You may touch somebody and they may die. Mm-hmm. Oh, and may, and may we add, we are following the uh, four uh, four feet by six feet rule. You know, well, the you, six foot rule. Six foot rule. Okay, we're we're standing about six feet apart right now. We're not standing, by the way, folks. We're sitting. We are. We are. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, sitting. we're sitting. We're sitting right now. So uh, we are definitely following those guidelines, and you should too. God damn it! You yeah, know? I don't like seeing the pictures of these idiots on Tuesday. Who before I guess they were thinking before this whole shelter in place rule is put into place, 
we all just go out and try to get each other sick and go swimming at Barton Springs. I saw that. I saw. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, and guess what? Some of those uh, some of those people, uh, I think they tested positive. I don't have you. If that's the truth, I really I don't feel sorry for any of them. Yeah. I, I don't feel sorry for them. I know it was a good. I know it was a great day outside. I know it was hot, but you realize what is going on. Like uh, you realize that this shit isn't a joke. I just seen it today that Scarface, Houston rap legend Scarface, had the coronavirus. Oh shit! And it took him ten days to get his test back before all these other um, testing centers popped up. It took him ten days. A man said that. He felt like his lungs were on fire. He said he kept throwing up. He said everything that came out of him just felt hot. Everything. He was on a ventilator machine. Like he couldn't breathe right. His lungs were on fire. Everything he was throwing up was like lava. It was hot. He said the shit is nothing to joke about. And this is somebody that's like a living legend in the hip hop community, the world. So when he comes out and like tells a survival story of it, I think Slim Thug had it too. Slim Thug? Yeah, Slim Thug had it too. Jesus. Yeah, it it doesn't, I mean, it has no skin color. People thought black people were immune to it. Why, why do, I'm sorry, black people, why do we always think we're immune to some shit? Because, because we're black? <laughs> what are we immune to? Oh, no, you can't catch coronavirus because you're black. The oh, melatonin. Shit. Cut the shit out. Hey, it's because y'all are consuming all of the good seafood, so, you know, <laughs> seafood's got a lot of omega-3s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got hey, we got our fatty acids in. That's, that's for damn that sure. Is, that is for damn sure. But we're yeah. not immune to that. But, man, if you even go to the H-E-B now, it is crazy. I went to the H-E-B today just to get some uh, uh, get some essentials. That's right, people. I had to go get some essentials. And, um, man, they have plastered on the f- on the floors uh, red signs that reads, uh, yeah. please practice social distancing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, my job hits me, uh, has me out in the field all the time because the lottery. Oh, God damn it. Um, no, because my job has me out. And um, everywhere I go, every business I go in, they have now installed shields between the retailers and the customers. And they have lines that are six feet apart. And you have to stand in those lines. And instead of you being able to talk to the retailer face to face like that, there's a shield between you and you handle the retailer money underneath the shield. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some of them even have put clear plastic across the whole back end of the store. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's serious out here. It, it really is, man. And honestly, us living in Austin, like we said before, one of the drunkest cities in the entire probably U.S. and probably world. We don't, we, we don't know. We haven't been to Amsterdam yet. But um, I'm, I'm trying to get there. Trying yeah, get I'm trying there. to get there, too. Um, it, it's very hard uh, for us extroverts trying to do something. Um, Just nothing. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, that's absolutely we nothing. nothing to, we have literally nothing new to report to you guys except probably this whole coronavirus, you know, and we're talking from our experience of life. We, we're just, we're not going out. But last weekend, we did get into something. Yeah. Um, we had a little house party. <laughs> a little house party. Got a little drunk. Yeah. Met a, met got a, a little drunk. Met a uh, couple people. Took it back in the day. You know, it, I felt, it felt, it felt great being like, yeah. being like you're between 18 and 
20 years old having house parties because you, yeah. you couldn't go out. We it really, it really felt, it felt good when you're like 18, 19, 20 and you couldn't go to the clubs and get drunk. So you guys had found a way to get alcohol and go to a house party somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And you had a fucking blast. Yeah, it, it felt very good. You know, I do want to take this time. I want to shout out all the first responders, all the nurses, all the healthcare workers. I know a couple of you guys, uh, I've sent you guys some messages. You guys deserve all the credit in the world for what you guys are having to deal with right now and keeping people safe, uh, trying to do your job, working around the clock to try to meet these needs. If I could give every last one of you guys a hug, I would. Mm-hmm. You guys deserve all of the respect right now. All of it. That's all I want to say about that. Yeah, no, you're you're for sure. I I have a cousin that works uh, in uh, at HEB. He's a uh, I believe he's a stalker unless he unless his position changed. Um, but he was uh, I saw him at a wedding recently, and he was telling me he goes, "Man, cuz I'm loving the fucking overtime." He goes, "Bring all those fucking crazy people. I'm loving the overtime." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting uh, he's in he's in that store. He's getting money, but you know when you put the healthcare workers, the nurses, the doctors. Those guys, those guys on the front lines. Yeah, they are. Yeah, those guys are something. They're start. They're getting to experience the military life. Like these are the front line workers. Yeah. Uh, this one girl. I'm. I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> but <laughs> you say that almost every episode. <laughs> uh, but no, she's a really, really sweet girl. She's really smart. Uh, at some point in time, I am going to take her out. Yes, I said it. Um, but. Yeah, I just sent her a message the other day. I just was like, yo, um, just wanted to tell you, you're doing a great job. Uh, I know you guys are here enough throughout the day. You guys deserve to hit us every day for things you guys are doing. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to uh, shout out all these healthcare workers for that. Any shout outs you want to give, guys? No, I think I think you covered all the bases, man. Uh, from from what I can, I can think of, you covered everything. Oh, well, yeah. I did a damn good job right yeah, there. You did. you did. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't think, I can't think of anything else. But, yo, yo, where do you? If we missed anything, yo, feel free to. Yeah, feel free, feel free to, to let us know. Yeah, let us know and stuff like that because right now this is just a very overwhelming time to even think about this type of cri- this crisis. Um, yeah, um, I do want to. I do want to tell um, one of my one of my friends. He's a ex teammate of mine. Uh, Ab, hey buddy, stay safe out there in New York. Um, take care of yourself. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay in the house. He sent me, he posted a message the other day, and I, I texted him back, and uh, we were talking for a while, and he told me something that was very, very scary about what's going on in New York right now. New York is like the epic center of what. It's going on right now in the U.S. Correct. It is. Uh, I just heard that today that New York is the center of it all. Yeah. Right he said that you can literally see this throughout the day, all day. They are having to put dead bodies in trucks, freezer trucks, because the morgues are overfilled now. Wow. They have they've had 13 people die one day in a couple hours in the ER room. Like they're there. It's to the point to where they're, they're having to make life and death 
calls mm-hmm. about who's going to survive and who's not going to survive. This is like some shit we're living in that movie Outbreak. Out, yeah, that movie Outbreak or that um, containment that, that show containment. Yeah. Yeah. Also, somebody posted some shit and Netflix. You are horrible for pulling this movie, by the way. Oh, tell it. Tell it, AC. Tell oh, it. my God. Uh, it was a truth. It was a Chinese is a Chinese movie. Um, and it's my secret treasure or something like that. Um, but a guy found this movie and he posted it. And if you go to 52 minutes in this movie, the doctors hand this lady a note, her results, and she asked him what she should do. And they told her, stay in the house because there's going to be an outbreak. And the crazy shit about this, this movie was made in 2018. 2018. Yep. I just looked it up now. Yeah. My Secret Terrace. Yeah. That's what it's called. And they told her what the name of the fucking virus was. They told her what the name of the virus was in 2018. It was a coronavirus. You can see the shit in the subtitles and what the lady was saying. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, conspiracy theorist at all, but that's some freaky shit. And then Netflix pulls the movie. You can't go to Netflix and find that movie. Yo, they are they are definitely hiding something. Yeah, this 2018 in the whole. Go to YouTube. You can fuck people. Like Cass just said, read, read that name again. Uh, My Secret Terrace. Yeah. Go to Netflix. No, don't go to Netflix. Go to YouTube and type that in. You will find that. Go to, It's 52 minutes, and it says everything. Names of virus by the name. Says what's going to happen. Says it's going to attack your respiratory system, your lungs. Says all of that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's some crazy shit right wow. there. Wow. Well, I do, I do, I do have some quotes pu- uh, uh, pulled up from it. Uh, oh, right read them. Yeah. So um, it says here in the video, a character compares the fictional virus to MERS by saying, "Quote: Someone tweaked it to increase the mortality rate to ninety percent." What's more serious is that the coronavirus has an incubation period of two to fourteen days. The virus was manipulated to attack the lungs directly within just five minutes of being exposed. End quote. Bro. That's exactly what the virus does. This was pulled from a 2018 show. Uh, not Chinese. South Korean. South, South Korean. Korean oh, show. South Korea was trying to. I'm sorry. My bad. Thanks for the thanks for the fact checks so, over there. Cast the tech guy with the fact checks. This is why I'm the tech guy right here. Um, so since we're on this right now, I just posted a um, I, I posted a link uh, last night on my Instagram story, and it was shown to be uh, shown to me by one of my good friends, um, Zach. We actually had him on our um, on our podcast a few episodes ago. This link was very disturbing. It was um, when the oh God, what what uh, what type of virus? Um, na- name the viruses real real quick. Uh, was the flu? What is SARS? Was it uh, swine flu? Swine flu. Swine flu. So <clears throat> this link was of a swine flu, and it was a documentary that uh, back in the seventies, bro. 
back wow. in the 70s that this documentary was um it, it was actually an interview i'm sorry yeah it was an interview that wasn't released or that it was released and then previously hidden um and taken down by numerous uh legit huge sources like google and stuff like that bro i'm telling you this interview was about how uh, the swine flu. So 48 Americans uh, got the swine flu vaccine. Yeah. Um, however, out, out of those 48 million, about seven to 9,000 people um, suffered um, um, repercussions from it. Oh. Um, and one of the biggest no, uh, noble, notable ones was a healthy healthy athlete athletic or no she was an athlete yeah female she when she took when she took that vaccine she said within probably maybe a couple days she started to feel her body go numb and then she developed a neurological disorder that um affected her motor skills Bro, that's not the new though, because I've heard stories, and you can like Google stuff like this. People who get flu shots, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, their daughter. I remember this one, one healthy girl who was a it's a volleyball player somewhere. I think it was in like Washington somewhere, and she got the flu vaccine, and within a week she went into a fucking coma. Yeah. Like what? And it was just well, like, oh, it was just one in a billion chance. What the f- what? Yeah. Well, here, here. Well, here, here. Here's what's nothing new about it. Back in going back to the seventies, right? Was that they, the American people, signed a waiver to receive the swine flu shot. However, there was nothing in that waiver that stated that they were gonna that there was any um. What's the term? Um, not repercussions, but no, yeah. uh, symptoms, side effects. Side effects. Side effects from there, it? there wasn't any side effects. Um, so, so the, the crazy thing about it is, at the end of the interview, they asked one of the the main doctors that um, had that had developed the, the vaccine. The interviewer asked him straight to his face, "Did you know that this vaccine during your testing can produce?" neurological disorders and he said yes he goes well why does your high yo he died (laughs) government killed this yeah yeah the government killed (laughs) then then he said then the interviewer said then why is your higher your higher superior say otwise Yo, the government killed that dude. Hey, Yo. we're gonna we're gonna get off this, man. We're we not. Yeah, we that was just something really spooky. And I'm just saying that um, don't believe whatever you you hear in the everything. Media. Do your own research. Do your people. own research, yeah. uh, man. We we are not. We're we're here for entertainment. We are. We are. We're, this is yeah. this is a dark time, and we're gonna bring some light to everybody's day. Which is today. We have an episode. It's going to go down in history. <laughs> this shit is going to go down in history. This is going to be some fun for everybody. Um, I I just posted uh, on IG. Uh, Kaz, post your IG. If anybody has any questions, feel free to DM us those uh, yeah, uh, so live or text them. I put it on I put it on Facebook. Uh, I haven't text my, touched my uh, IG yet for a reason because I have to use my phone. Uh, but yeah. Anybody got questions, feel free to 
Yeah, feel feel free to message uh what message me? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Message Yeah, you. message me. So it is M Castiel twelve. So that is M C A S T I E L twelve. We're recording this on one, Friday. One, two. So if you're listening to this any other day, sorry you missed out. But we'll do it some other time. Um my question is this, man. You know everybody has these dating apps that they use all the time to get dates. Oh, what the fuck yeah. is going to happen to dating right now since we're all quarantined? Oh, I have an idea. Oh, shit. For those people that can afford a fucking um, drone. Just oh. <laughs> oh. oh, and we're going to dive in this deeper, but I want him to tell this story. Right tell what happened here. Yeah. This is some fuck. This is some ballish shit right this here. Is, this is some ballish shit. So I think it was like in Italy or probably somewhere in the, here in the U.S., there's this guy that's just on his balcony. Oh no, he was on the roof, and he was trying to holler at this one girl on a uh, that was on another roof, and they couldn't really quite you know hear each other correctly. Um, so I think he says, like he shouts to her, "Hey, I like you." One sec. So he gets his drone and he puts a piece of paper on it, and I'm assuming it it has on there. Like, you know, here's my number or give me your number. This motherfucker flies his drone <laughs> from Yo. his building to the next building. <laughs> Yo, that guy just took asking the woman on a date to a different fucking level. Oh, man, that is the most unique. That's badass right there. He's man. a king. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so today we are going to give you guys a little bit of a snippet. From what you guys are about to hear and the lady uh, that you guys are about to hear from, her name is Lady Anaconda. And today we're going to be talking with her in a second. So let's give you guys a little bit of a little snippet here. If my beta sexy cuck back here. we go here. I educate my little cucky betas, like my little bitch here. To understand that there is a lot of respect that they should have for black kings. Yes, absolutely. We're big fans black of kings. interracial porn. Black Are you aware that you're a black interracial king? Interracial porn. Uh, no. You gotta love that sort of history. You just made me aware. <laughs> oh, I do a lot of interracial shit. And that's part of the problem. <laughs> As that black man, especially in this country, you don't realize that you're a black king, and you are. Thank you. Would you be at all uncomfortable if my beta sexy cuck back here showed his respect and bent down on all fours and kissed the ground in front of your feet? You're obviously his superior. Do not mind. All right, little bitch. Yo, dead black dude's face looks confused You respect the ground shit. he walks on, don't you? Yes, goddess. Yo, this guy just kissed this guy's feet. Thank you, sir. All right, so... be trained like you, bitch? This is who we're about to talk to in a few minutes. So we're going to take one quick break and we are going to get right back to it and call her. And yeah, we've got a great episode. (laughs) (laughs) Just just, just to give some people some insight before we take that break. uh, It's going into the world of uh, QOS, which stands for Queen of Spades. Going into uh, female domination, alpha females, beta males, crazy stuff like that, non-monogamous stuff. It's this it's is whole taboo stuff that you guys are gonna want to hear because you just don't see this stuff on the streets. Yeah, this this is gonna be it. So we buckle will be up, people buckle the fuck up, grab your popcorn, go to the bathroom, do what you gotta do. We'll be right back in a few minutes here. 
people, we are back. We're back at it again with some amazing fucking shit that we just I, I don't, Yeah, this is... Hey, I'm, I'm ready to pod. You ready to pod? Oh, I'm ready to pod. Man, we podding already, but we really about to get in the bag right now. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and call Miss Lady Anaconda and see what we can get her to talk about. I think we can get her to talk about everything. I think so too. Huh? Well, let's let's go ahead and get to it, Dan. Let's get on the phone right here. Let's get on the phone. Uh, where are we at? Lady Anaconda. What's Lady. that? Uh, what's that one song? Anaconda. My Anaconda My don't, don't want okay. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sir mix a lot. Yeah. All right, let's get it. Let's get on the phone here. Let's give her a call. What's her real name? I don't know. She doesn't like it. Hello. Oh my god, your connection sounds so much better. Oh, she sounds so <laughs> yeah. much better. Oh, is it better? Oh, okay, good. All right, then we'll do this one. Yeah, yeah, you're straight solid with this one. Yo, 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 you, you better, you better cut it the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is your, this is your only fans number right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so down the sensuality of my voice right now. I'll do my best. Oh, your voice is coming through loud and clear now. We got you. Now we're, now we're potting. Now we're getting in the bag. Now, now we potting. So tell us a little bit about. How you got into your business that you're in, and where are you actually located at? Okay. Well, I mean, I am mostly based online because my business goes everywhere I go. And oh, you getting you getting a bag everywhere, huh? Well, you know, that's one of the beautiful things. Like you can even see in the porn industry, this understanding of how the internet opens everything up to you is even something that like top porn stars you know, not even just doms, et cetera, in the fetish world are coming to understand with the fact that they're like, you know, maybe working for these big time uh, companies a little bit less and making their own content themselves with like their friends, you know, having a couple hot girls come over, having one of their main dudes come over, make some content, put it up on their own site. So I'm kind of, you know, within that same world where I'd much rather be able to work from anywhere I am or collab with somebody anywhere I'm traveling you know, then feel like I got to be at my home base to make money. Yeah, definitely. So when when did you actually decide to get into this this type of business? <laughs> uh, well, I officially started my business almost five years ago now, I would say, maybe like four years ago, because uh, I was definitely living this lifestyle in terms of being, you know, Black Kings exclusive in terms of, you know, using little white boys as the cucky pets that they are since college, like, you know, 10 years ago. But oh. about four years ago, I, I took it online and made it kind of a professional. Oh, I, can't, I can't imagine you in college. Yo, you bet you better leave my little tall beta ass 18 year old self alone. <laughs> Hey, they gotta learn at some age. Better learn it young. Yeah, that's hey, I've I've seen that. So I'm a man of research. I always do my research. Anytime we have somebody come on the pod, I always try to do research about what they are actually what the line of work is, what brought them here. And I swear to you, I can't find like what brought you here. You you're in Ohio and mm-hmm. and it's 
I, I, maybe I could see something like this in Austin because we're uh, like really liberal here and mm-hmm. no one gives a shit about anything really. That's true, but yeah. there are a lot of dominant, uh, a lot of dominant alpha males around in this. See, part. my co-host has he has a lot of experience, with this. <laughs> but no, I could actually see that. But you're in Ohio, so I'm just trying mm-hmm. to figure like how did how did you get into like the black the black kings only uh, supporting supporting Black Lives Matter, getting involved with donating to causes like that in Ohio. Well, actually, I purposely don't have a whole lot of like my personal information online, you can imagine. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, understand I'm, that. I'm currently, I'm currently based in Ohio, which part of the reason is because it's so easy to travel from here. You know, it's so cheap and everything. It makes it easier for me to go to Vegas, go to Miami, go to New York and, you know, do the, do the business I want to do. But um, I'm, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from a much more liberal state. I grew up in a much more liberal area. I went to a big public university where I met people from all over the world. So I come from a background where I think it makes a lot more sense that I would, you know, kind of have this yeah. belief system that I do. And, you know, I, I growing up in pretty much a white town. Uh, I, I didn't have like a racist family or anything, but there were definitely some very privileged, <laughs> very, very, you know, just proud red state kind of guys in my family that I grew up talking shit to from the time I was like 10 years old because I was like y'all are sexist y'all are racist like you know you're the worst what's wrong with you so I mean I had a lot of these you know beliefs long before I discovered my dominant side and realized I could use the fetish culture and use the fact that there were all these insecure white boys like you know being a racist asshole all day and you know talking sexist racist shit all day and then they run home and jerk themselves off for hours to black.com and I can I can definitely see I can definitely see that uh the little the little racist white guy yeah I can de- I've I've yeah. seen that a couple times. I've They're seen that a couple insults. times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he talking about Alabama people? <laughs> Yo, they're everywhere. You, you can't even like the cultures are definitely, you know, there's certain cultures that are predominant in a certain area in the United States, but what I have come to find out is that there are just a mix of everybody everywhere. And it's more the attitudes and the trends that I want to, you know, address because yeah. it's, it's just kind of crazy to me that I can talk to a couple, you know, of, of whatever age in their twenties and their thirties and their forties. And they're discovering like the cuck holding lifestyle, um, the hot wife lifestyle, if you like yeah. uh, themselves, like, you know, separate from having a dominatrix tell them to do it or anything like that. You know, it's, it's very much becoming a mainstream, you know, very real thing that people are kind of moving away from, you know, just traditional monogamy and they're making their own rules in their relationships now. And they're, you know, kind of battling these different, uh, I guess, standard gender norms and roles. And, you know, we're kind of getting outside the box a little bit now. Finally. You know, when it comes to interracial dating, I think I've done that in my entire life. I, 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 <laughs> I know I listened to your episode. Huh? I listened to the uh, the last episode you guys did, the interracial dating turned personal. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> oh, man. That, that was, was crazy. Was it not three hours of just straight entertainment? Yeah, it was like not a dull, mo- like a not a dull moment in that whole podcast right there. Oh, it was a good episode for sure. That was that was a lot of fun right there. Uh, but my next question is: so you you are currently married to Black King, right? 
Oh, well, we're like engaged. We, uh, I told them I don't want to get married in Ohio. So, uh, <laughs> hello, hello. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm a petty bitch. You don't want to get married in Ohio. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm like, listen, uh, you know, the minute we're out of here, we're situated. We got the house Anaconda set up somewhere nice that I like and I'm happy. Then, you know, we do it whenever you want. But until then, I'm just hustling. You know, the house Anaconda is much more the priority for me right now than, uh, whether or not I'm married. So like, hey, my black, my black king and I started this company together. He was one of the reasons I even had uh, the ability to kind of take my personality and bring it online and, you know, be able to establish it as a brand. Because uh, I was just kind of living my life, pissing off white guys, you know, telling them to their face that, you know, if you're insecure or you're racist or you're, you, you know, whatever it is, I was just out in public, just being a monster, like bartending and just, being a monster and my boyfriend's like, listen, there's, there's a lane for you. Like there's a place where you can go and talk to the, the yeah. right people. And, you know, and especially, you know, there's guys that will pay you to beat them up. Like you need to look into that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, Oh, I will, I will definitely say this. Cause there, there is definitely a lane for you. Um, and, Doing the research I have so far, my ho- my co-host has got to jump in here more about this a little later. Um, there, there's a lane for this, and you were and you were definitely making waves in that lane, from what I can see. Um, so keep doing what you're doing. Over there. I know that it's definitely gotten like a lot more popular in the last few years, but I know that like when I started, it was. Not so much that, oh, there weren't any other uh, QoS uh, online, but I'm I'm kind of unique in that I'm I'm a dom first. Like, I'm not a porn star. I don't see myself as a porn star by any means. Yeah. Um, uh, especially like I'm I much more want to focus on like having conversations with my subs that either donate, you know, to Black Lives Matter or donate to the ACLU. Um, or pay me directly or donate to, you know, a black king or a, a black queen that I tell them to. Um, I'm much more interested in those like conversations and the, and the, um, the interactions that I can have with cucks to get them to go out into their regular life and, you know, do, do things in their normal life, like ch- kind of change the energy that they're putting out in the world. That's much more interesting to me than just me basically reliving my college years and just going and getting dicked down every day. Like I could do that for sure. But that's like, yeah, just for me, I feel like that's too much like for me and I got to do for, for others. Now I got to pay it forward now. Yeah. So, so my, my, my question, one of my questions is like, when you, when you like you touched on that, that subject right there, when you're, when you're talking to somebody, you're having that conversation about them donating to the ALCU and uh, organizations like that. Is that something that you just really have to like make them understand this is why you need to do that? How's that conversation go? You know, it really varies. Like what's kind of cool is because I've been doing this so long now, I do have a reputation at this point. So, you know, every once in a while I get somebody who I've never talked to before jumping in my DMs and they have, you know, a receipt. Um, like email receipt with confirmation number, et cetera, to show me that they've donated um, to be able to talk to me. So like there's an understanding now if you want to talk to Lady Anaconda and you can't like say send her cash app, like make sure you send to Black Lives Matter, send to one of these other organizations, send her a receipt. So there's guys that like, you know, come to me specifically because they know that I I appreciate that and I honor that. And then there are guys that like have no idea what's going on. They were on, you know, Pornhub or black.com and they were jerking off and then they ended up on Twitter and just <laughs> somehow ended up on my page. <laughs> Yo, I love how you keep pointing out that website. <laughs> <laughs> 
Plugging. <laughs> you clearly are right there. <laughs> Prince Yashua is my boo forever. I love him so much. I can't even express it. So like, I just, anything that he touches, I just love him. But anyway, but uh, these uh, black, anyway, so these, these cuts a lot of times just like, they're interested in the conversation. They're interested in the fact that I'm doing something so different. And at the end of the day, I think I've acknowledged and realized that there is a lot of white guilt out there. And like some of these guys do have that in them already, but not nobody acknowledges it to them. So they're going home every day and they are jerking off to BBC, whatever. And they're just on these Twitter pages. And I'm the only one that's like, no, you're you're useless unless you're paying the energy forward. Like you're useless if you're just going home and just being a racist prick and not, you know, spending your money where you should and not paying for your porn and this and that. And it's I guess it's just something new and it speaks to them. So the conversations start from all different places, kind of depending on how old the guy is, what experiences he's had, um, you know, because I get people that are 40 and they've never donated to the ACLU, but they've been serving a black dom or a, a black queen uh, dominatrix, you know, in some capacity or another for, for years. So they've been like paying it forward in some way. They've already acknowledged like, Oh, like I have privilege. I don't deserve my kinks um, are not something I'm entitled to just to make myself feel good. Like I should pay it forward. And um, I, it's just very interesting. Like all the different like mentalities people can kind of have and come to me like they're not all at the same place i guess that if yeah yeah i know i'm kind of rambling i'm sorry no 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 that that actually works no that's perfect you know one of those uh one of those uh phrases that you or uh i guess one of the sentences that you just said a little while ago kind of reminded me of one of my previous uh relationships um it's funny that you how you said you know you, you, they're racist and they go back to the room and start jacking off and whatever like that. Just, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just jerking off to their inferiority complex. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but what would you, what, what would you say about the the flip side of the, uh, of, uh, of that in terms of sex? Like what if it was um, like a female kind of acting in that, in, in that sort of um, way? You, like, do I do I hold women accountable for the same thing? Yes, you, you do. OK, yeah. Cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely um, talk to more girls uh, that are either already interested in it or like their their boyfriend has in some way, like brought it up to them. But I, I talk to girlfriends. I talk to single girls. I talk to um, women that are you know older and have nothing to do with Twitter, but they're on like sites like FetLife or something like that. And they're trying to understand um, you know, the whole, the whole, uh, community. And that's my point to them also that they shouldn't just be demeaning black men and treating them like they're nothing but their dick. They should be trying to understand culturally why they're so important, like why we do so much in, you know, American society to basically steal from African culture and give no credit. Like, why are we so obsessed with them? Like, just why is that inferiority complex there? Like, why is cuckolding that? Like, I want, I, I challenge women more than I challenge like the white guys, the white guys, I just want them to shut up and pay, shut up and pay it forward, you know, do something useful. But like the girls, I'm more, um, try to talk to them as a woman and get them to understand like the, the oppressive patriarchal attitudes of white guys, like that white guys, you know, feel so intimidated by women's sexuality or by black men that they, you know, want to judge and critique women and try to control them and try to limit them and slut shame them so that they're not, you know, leaving them for somebody better, et cetera. So like for women, I, I want them to understand there should be a level of respect for themselves that they deserve and a level of respect for black kings and for black women. And um, so it's kind of like just a different 
purpose for the conversation, I guess. But I both, yeah. I hold them both equally accountable to like not just go home and fetishize black bodies, but to understand that there's a whole bigger cultural and social like concept around all of it. So in in your in your opinion, does does a woman naturally have to be like that alpha type of woman to kind of get involved with the things that you do? Or do they kind of need some kind of training to understand uh, the type of personality they need to have to be successful as you are when it comes into the industry you are in? Well, I definitely think that I've worked with like women that, you know, varying ages that share a lot of like my perspectives, but still do it their own way. Um, There are a lot of girls that they really like their subby side more and I personally feel like that's a lot more natural of a way to feel toward black men anyway. So for me, I have a lot of um, QOSs that maybe feel a lot more subby. They're not super comfortable being um, in that dominant role, but they kind of work collaboratively either say with a black queen dom or black kingdom, you know, somebody to kind of guide it a little bit, if that makes sense. And then that, that way they can kind of like, you know, get comfortable with when they feel comfortable being dominant, because like at the end of the day, within this fetish, it's it's very, very popular for the cuts needless to say to see white women or women of any color being submissive to a black king. And that's, you know, you see different porns now coming out on, um, you know, I make plenty myself, but even uh, Richard Mann recently, like had a porn where the, the beautiful white girl that he was shooting the scene with did a very like worshiping the black man kind of you know, did you just did you just plug Richard Mann? <laughs> hey, I plug my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is real. He really he just did the scene, and it was beautiful where she like was worshiping his feet and like kind of like had a uh, body butter and was like kind of worshiping him from his feet up. Like it wasn't just a let me come over and get fucked real hard. Like that happened later for sure. But there was like that that admiration that like you know taking care of a black king, like worshiping a black king like and i love i love that i love seeing more of that and like you know the the cut culture loves that so you know there's definitely a place for a woman that's a lot more submissive in this world and she can easily be you know successful with it i just think there's like you know an understanding of it is necessary i just i was going through your ig uh for research purposes and I, <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? No, like they keep, please me on Instagram. They keep kicking me off. That's like my fourth Instagram. Oh wow, that's why you have the lady anaconda and kind of the door. Okay, <laughs> That'd be like a different three letters at the end of each one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, I was I was going through there, and I seen that you were you were hanging out with uh, Prince, the Prince over there, huh? Prince Joshua. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Absolutely. Apparently, that, that yes. guy. That he, <laughs> he gave me the privilege. You know, he. Uh, I think I reached out to him first on Twitter a couple a uh, couple years ago, and he gave me the privilege to sit down and you know have a conversation with him when I was visiting in Vegas. Uh, a model, another model, was with me at the time too, and we were there together. And you know, I sat at his feet and I gave him a foot massage. I worshipped his feet, and we just we talked business. We talked all different things with you know what he's seen with what I'm doing. You know us uh just talking about racism in the porn industry we we had such an amazing conversation and he's just done nothing but 
support me. And I just really, really, really appreciate it. You know, especially given how big of an audience he has, like, it's not like he just caters to cucks or, you know, these little subby boys or anything like that. Like he has a, you know, big audience of all different people that like him for all different reasons. So I really appreciate that he sees what I'm doing and sees that I don't want to be one of these white girls that just sits back on her privilege and collects money from guys talking about, you know, this beautiful black cock that I don't even have. Like it's, I would feel terrible if I was, if I was that type of person, like, no, I, it only makes sense to me that if I'm going to champion black Kings and Queens and the chosen people that I know that they are, like, it only stands to reason that I would have to pay it forward to these different organizations that can do more for, you know, the community as a whole than I can as one person. So excuse my, excuse my, uh, my uh, my tall six seven Latino ignorance ass for a little bit real quick, but uh, there there's uh, did you just say there's racism in the porn industry? See, see, you took this right up from me because I was actually going there. So I wanted you to kind of I've I've heard this before. Uh, I've watched several interviews for different stuff, and I've always heard there is a certain amount of racism when it comes to. Uh, black male entertainers in the porn industry. And since you mm-hmm. had that conversation with Prince like that, what, what can you elaborate on some of the things he may have told you about that? Well, I don't really like to speak on what other people uh, say. I don't really like to, you know, try to articulate their words, you know, out of my own mouth. But uh, we, what we did talk about a lot is that, you know, I have seen, you know, over the past many years and it hasn't really changed a lot that, the the white girls will get paid more than anybody else. And it's like, and that really, you know, always bothered me. And I was saying to Prince how it bothered me because I felt like, especially with this obsession now with the BBC porn and black.com, et cetera, it's like so obvious that the black Kings are like the ones that everyone, everybody wants to see that everybody is like watching these videos for. So I just, I had a real problem with that. You know, we, we were talking. Yo, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you now. I, I watched the scene. I watched the scene that, Print shot the other day with uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, shit, he's always in black dot com, black dot com. He's always in there. Uh, that was a tall dude. I don't know, what is it? He's a tall Jake guy. Love? No, no, or... no. Um, shit, I don't know. But it was like four of them, and they shot a scene with uh, with Brandy Love and that other girl Corey Chase. Yo, that shit was crazy. <laughs> that shit was crazy. No. Onlyprince.com. He's got like some wild videos on there, and he's just so smart now with like his angles, and everything. Like he just gets some crazy, crazy scenes. So that that yeah, yeah that was, I've I've seen that, and I was like, all right, it was on. I think it was on Black Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was. Oh, I love. Black. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about that, like the shooting at dark like that with the flash. Like maybe it's something about what it does for the contrast of the skin. I don't know, but it's so gorgeous. It just looks so. Fucking sexy! I love Black Rock. I I will agree with you on that. I, I will agree with you. Website? Cass, have you ever seen this? Hey, don't you fucking <laughs> my my co-host is fucking pulling up Black Raw right now. Oh, good. Yes, absolutely. Yo, stay on your side of the couch over there. This isn't a viewing party. Yeah, no, stay on your side of the couch I mean, over there. This guy fucking can be. I mean, yo. So, what is um? Or let me see. Let me uh, let me see. Myself, like sitting between you two on the couch and like bringing a black raw, like just doing like a you know running commentary. <laughs> yeah, on very, very nonchalant. Yeah, very, very nonchalant. Very nonchalant on there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Are usually 
usually the uh, the males that the beta males you get are usually are they usually white guys? Yeah, primarily. But I, you know, definitely. No, no, um, I mean, the reality, like I, I live in the real world also, so I understand that you know everybody kind of has like a, a dom sub side, but most people feel more one way than the other. And for me, like what I specifically do, I definitely. Um, appeal mostly to white guys. If anything, I get other subs, you know, whether they're Asian, this and that, like, you know, that uh, message me and ask me like, oh, do you train non-white subs too? And, you know, of course I do. I even have female subs, like I said, you know, but I just wouldn't, it wouldn't fit with me even in a consensual, you know, this is how I identify way. I wouldn't have be comfortable having like a black sub like like a black guy that you know oh i well i feel like a sub like i talked to him before i was like i respect that and you're welcome to do whatever you want i was like but that's just not my lane and i just wouldn't feel comfortable demeaning you because in my in my personal belief you're like fetishizing something that like you shouldn't but that's not my place to stay so i just don't don't really roll with it yeah okay i can understand it definitely mostly white guys though okay <laughs> just <laughs> mostly <laughs> right they there teach about women and then they secretly come over to my twitter and they pay me and it's like all right whatever yeah <laughs> so i i originally found you when i was surfing one day and i came across that avn clip that got posted oh, yeah. of you and yeah, i was like sitting- impromptu little thing yeah yeah <laughs> you did that was impromptu Oh yeah, yep. I don't have like a. I don't have my sneakers on. I was trying to drop off my slave to wait in line for me so I could go get like dressed and ready because we had been just like out going to the you know going to pick up weed and stuff like that. And I was just like, all right, I want to meet Riley Reed, so you're gonna sit your cuck ass in this line and wait for me. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, time out. Repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, he was on his leash and collar the whole weekend. So I was like walking into the line. I was like, okay, bitch, now you're going to stay here. And da, da, da. And then that guy came up. I don't even remember his name, but it, the show was all gas, no breaks from Instagram. And he came up and he was like asking us uh, like who we were waiting in line for. And to me, I was like, everybody knows read my lips. Like everybody knows Riley. Reed. If you're at this porn convention, you know who Riley Reed is. Because she's young as fuck, but she's like already like an icon in terms of like, what she's done the fact she's a producer on porn now and she's like big name and like the cuck holding so like a lot of my cucks just absolutely love her and like you know i love porns that she's done with shane diesel who's like huge in the cuck world so like i really wanted to meet her and then i didn't appreciate this weird lanky white guy like kind of talking shit like you know oh, we don't know who she is but i guess we're waiting in line for a boba so that's why i even talked to him i like turned around i was like why yeah. are you doing your research like you're here with a full camera crew you didn't you didn't look up nothing about like any any of the women that are going to be here for you to meet, I was just like kind of trolling no, on him a little no, bit. No, that was like, that was all that was you? all cap. That was all cap. That was all cap right there. You're not at a porn <laughs> convention and don't know who these people are. That was all cap. Right. Yeah, cut the, the main ones. Like, what are you even doing? So yeah, it's just, that irritated me. I'm happy to shit. check a white guy anytime, any day, any you know. So I can tell. I, did you go to all black college? <laughs> oh, gosh. Only I could have gone to Howard. I oh, probably, I, I, oh, I probably never would have made it all the way to Ohio. I'd still be there. Yo, I don't even know what would happen if you like around me in college and all my <laughs> athlete friends. Like, oh, yeah. I don't even know what, what do they, you think I was doing when I was in. College? I don't know what you were doing. You were in college. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. 
That's like a clip that I sell of like Lady Anaconda's college stories. Like, oh, you're selling so those cool. clips. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yo, oh, yeah. you were you were getting the back anywhere it goes, huh? Uh, but it's you know that's why I laugh. Like you know these, um, I meet like different girls that are are in the sex work industry in some capacity, but they're they're strippers or something, and they're out in these streets, and they like don't they don't know how to translate to the internet and. Um, and that's one of the things that I do try to do is when I meet new women or, you know, whether it's online or in person, you know, and they ask me about what I'm doing or they're interested in what I'm doing or, you know, I'm at the strip club and talking to girls. And I am more than happy to try and put them on and help them understand how much they can diversify what they, you know, oh, here's something I like to do. How many different ways can I profit off of it or can I, you know, set it up so I have, you know, um, what's it called? You know, like income just coming in all the time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like just, you know, these girls, they'll just strip and have like a Snapchat and that's it. I'm like, wait, what? Like you should be, you know, doing like night flirt too or like have, you know, some type of platform like AVN stars or OnlyFans or something where you can just post the hot pictures that you take of yourself all day. Because we all know, we know women do that. All women do that. All women take hot pictures of themselves. It doesn't matter where they put them. What they do with them? Yo, y'all gotta put them on Facebook. Yo, y'all gotta like stop that. doing that. Women gotta stop doing that. Sometimes. No, they gotta start paying, like getting paid for it. What they need to be doing. Yeah, but yeah. if you go, if you're gonna post that picture, <laughs> at least make it look like yourself. Sometime. Don't make me meet up with you to go to dinner and you look like somebody who's 10 times worse than the the other person. I don't know nothing about that catfish culture because I can tell you right now, not to toot my own horn or anything, but all my subs are like, oh, wow, like you look better in person because they don't expect me to look exactly like I do. And then I look exactly like I do because I don't edit my pictures. I'm not like on Photoshop tweaking every, you know, picture I put out there because my whole point is that guys are jerking off to your pictures you're putting on Facebook. Like, why are you overthinking the pictures you're putting on Twitter? Like, it's... I got a question. Hot. I got a That's question. Me. You're hot. <laughs> I got a question. How do you, how do you feel about that when somebody tells you you look like you look better in person than what you do on pictures? Because I met up with this chick one time and That's she safe. told me this. She was like, you look way better in person than what you do on pictures. And I was like, What? It's because the fucking That's camera tight. adds 10 pounds. It's, well, first of all, it's all about angles. Hey, I'm already 225. You, you already I'm good. I'm 6'5". <laughs> I'm good. I'm good at where it goes. I think it is just like that nobody expects me. Like, they expect the internet version of you to be the best version of you. You know? So, like, that, because like what you're saying, people are, one uh, selfie, they still will need to find the right filter. And it's just, you know, I try, I've tried so hard for the last four years you can go through all of my content on all of my pages, like some sharpening and maybe a little bit of brightness. And that is the majority of what you are going to see, like 90% of my content, unless it's like a photographer who I did a shoot with and he likes to edit the way he likes to edit. But even then, I don't I don't let him like be clearing everything up or changing the size of anything. So I don't really I don't ascribe to any of that, to be honest. I'm not really editing myself. So when people say that to me, I'm just like, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> what you see is what you get with me. And that's what I'd rather it be. Yeah. So. My uh, this is I like to have conversations like this. Not make it like an interview, just have conversation spirit. So when it when that video posted of you at the AVN thing, and mm-hmm. it started just going everywhere, started going viral everywhere. How has that affected your business? Like, has that just pushed your business to a different level? Well, uh, maybe for like the first like 
first few weeks, I saw an influx for sure. Um, to be honest, this is like the second video that I've had gone like semi-viral. Like I don't say it's gone viral unless people are like really bothered. Oh no, the one the one that I'm talking about that went viral. That motherfucker was everywhere. Yeah, that was. Yeah, but did you notice that? Like, I don't think. I don't think I'm tagged in it. Like, this is like the second video of mine to go semi-viral that I'm not directly tagged in slash linked to. Yeah, no, no, so you were not tagged in that. You were not tagged in that. It, I, I think it, there you go. yeah, it took there a, go. I and think. So kind of the thing is actually that I purposely stay in, not in the shadows or nothing, but I'm like over here in my lane a little bit, like hanging out on, you know, Findom Twitter because at the, like I could go take this to YouTube, take this to Facebook and really like push the whole thing. But that, that, that would just, I don't know, take it to a level where now I'm going to start focusing on what defending what I do or explaining what I do rather than just doing it. So I'm not really trying to rush the whole process. See, I this just, is, this is why I love having a podcast. This is why I love having a podcast because you can say what you want to say and mm-hmm. you don't be judged by it. Period. Cause it's a it's a podcast, it's a fucking podcast. Right. It's the reason right. why you right. have one. It's not the radio, but I can I can I can see that, and you having to do that all the time. But I've I've paid attention to some of your tweets. I have, and some of your Ooh. Instagram reactions. And you don't pay attention to most of the shit. I don't, you don't give a shit about most of it. Nope. Why would I? Why? <laughs> It doesn't, does it pay me to sit in my comments? Does it pay anybody to sit in their fucking comments? No. It's, no. Use your platform. You got something to say? Go make a video and put it out. Go write a fucking thread and put it out. Why are you going to argue with people in the comments? I don't do that. Yo, you just yeah. gave me that clap in the background? Yo, gave clap in the background right there. We got it going. That's what I'm talking about right there. Yo. I don't like I so that's my point with that. <laughs> no, no, yeah, seriously. I mean it doesn't it doesn't pay it doesn't make any money to sit here and argue with people in the in the damn comments because at the end of the day is they're gonna have the way you feel up they feel about something, you guys the way you feel about something. So who gives a shit at the end of the day what you feel about that? Uh, I'm so clear. I'm so clear about what I do that I have idiots that like are you know, I have had Trump support like, oh I'm a Trump supporter. Donate money or like pay me or like send money to my king's cash app just to try and like argue with me. That I will do. That I will entertain because you paid me. What? Like, right? No, you're you're still rocket science for girls to make money off of these dudes. I swear to God. Yeah, exactly. I I agree with you 100%. Like, hold on. Hold on. You had people actually pay you to argue with you? Yes. Oh, oh, you fucking, oh, you fucking losers. You fucking losers. <laughs> hey. But they're hiding. They're pretend, like, this is what I'm saying. It's like, I don't, I, you, you've looked at my tweets. You understand I'm a femdom. So one of the elements of femdom is often some type of, not just domination, but like humiliation and emasculation, et cetera. So I just see it as these quote unquote Trump supporters. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, you know, a sub. I'm not a cock. I don't think about big black cock all day. They're just, they're just coming at it from another angle. They're not, you know, instead of coming in and being like, goddess, you're amazing. Wow. What you do is so wonderful. Goddess. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. They're trying to come from this other place of like being in their fantasy world where, Oh, I'm not really like her subs. I'm not really like her cucks. Yes. The fuck you are. If you're paying me to talk to me, yes, you fucking are. 
<laughs> Yo, any man who says I'm not sitting here just staring a word about big black cocks all day, you got a problem, homie. You are doing that. <laughs> who the exactly. fuck? Who the fuck is pointing that point to out? Tell me, yes, right. Like, thank you to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, don't bring that up. You're sitting there pointing that out. Don't do that. What is wrong with oh, you right so here? <laughs> that is PSA. So, I uh, I seen that. You asked me this question earlier. I, I told my co-host this because this is one of the questions that he sent me. And the way you reacted to that question was, I was like, hey, hey, Cass, I need some clarifications on this question right here that you just fired back on. And it was do really what what most people really tell tell a guy to run from. A oh, cute, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. a Q, yeah, let me read this. A Q is how hard was it to find a boyfriend leading into a potential husband? I I knew what he I knew what he meant by that, and the way you fired off to it, I was like, yo, this got to be explained to her, Cass. Hey, just like I said, women are emotion are emotional, so I got I got I got those emotions sparked real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, have you looked at my face? Uh, yeah, she's you like, have you what? <laughs> Hold on one second. Let me get my reading glasses to see if I fucking you know read that right. Yeah, oh we hey, gosh, we got we got so you. Funny. We got you in your bag real early. We got her focus on the conversation real early over there. <laughs> yo, so yo, but no, 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 but so like I said, seriously, that 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 is that is a serious question because. Um, what I meant to say, or what that no no get in get in your uh, non monogamous bag. I need you to get in your bag with quick on this. That's what I'm saying. So that sentence is pointing more towards non monogamous uh, type relationships, or just could be because well, for example, when 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 do the fuck in society out you're walking the streets when you meet somebody at the bar or whatever that you meet somebody that is as equal thinking as you are in terms of in terms of relationship in terms of your lifestyle and stuff like that because a lot of people do shun non-monogamous stuff so how do you handle that how do you handle that yeah yeah uh, or not handle that but more I know how you handle it but I said I don't give a fuck but yeah. how do you do it <laughs> I guess well I guess I'm a little bit curious I, I mean okay cause like again like I said so I I met my dude we met online and it was easy online for us to talk about a million different things and realize that we were on the same page with a lot of different things and that we were two people that do a lot of research and are very open minded and, you know, I had you know both been very progressive slash liberal minded since a young age. So we were already like on the same on the same page. And then um, my point to this will be my main takeaway from this. I want you to understand is that I my main problem with like the monogamy thing. I mean, there's a there's such thing I have a big problem. I have a problem with women limiting their sexuality more than anything else. I have a huge problem with the fact that women allow themselves to be slut shamed and slut shame each other. So they are just not honest with any of their partners or themselves about what they like or what they want. So now you've got men that are feeling like they're not allowed to even ask for a threesome, that whole cliche thing of like, you know, not knowing how to like approach that topic, but like so many more women these days are honest about the fact that, wait, I'm actually really into girls. Why can't that just be part of what I'm into, who I am? So 
I think that when people are getting into relationships and they don't focus on what society has decided are the, you know, the, rules the norms for existence yeah. and they make their own rules, they're willing to have those conversations and be like, really like be each other, like be honest about who you are, what you're into, what you like. Like it's the problems always come with that. We accept that cheating is this normal thing that happens all the time. Like, oh, the divorce rates, oh, the cheating, blah, blah, blah. And nobody wants to stop and be like, well, maybe it's because everything's too restrictive. Maybe it's because women are afraid to admit that they want to go down on some really nice pussy once in a while. And they want their husband to like be there to watch or be involved or like whatever. Or they really do like getting fucked by another guy in front of their husband. Like, you know, these conversations have to finally happen or nothing's going to change. So I think that I just don't give a fuck. Like if people want to live a life where they don't get to fuck their best friend just because they're so afraid of what somebody <laughs> who will never know about it and isn't paying their bills will think like, how are you letting somebody who's not paying your bills have an opinion on how you're living your life and who you're fucking and what you're doing? I don't know. That's Did you just say not. not fuck your best friend? Did you just say that? Yeah, why not? Hey, no. that shit can but turn, that shit can turn bad sometimes. Girls in high school, they're like, you know, they're on the volleyball team and they're on the buses away all weekend. You think they're not like... Oh, no, no, no. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm saying as grown-ass people. That shit can turn a little bit different if you, if you fuck your best friend. It's all about being on the same page. You just like, you know, you're just getting drunk and like letting things happen and not really addressing it on a real like, let's talk about this. Like, yeah, things will probably get messy. But if you're if you and somebody else are doing something consensually and you're not hiding it from you know, somebody else that it affects, like, it's just, like I said, I just think a lot of it has to do with just owning yourself, making your own rules and being transparent, being honest, not like, you know, I think some people cheat just because they want to lie. I think some people cheat just because they get off on doing something wrong. So it's not so much that they would, they wouldn't care about, you know, being open with like, Oh, let's just do what we want to do. Like, no, they want to hurt somebody. They want to lie. They want to validate themselves that they're still, worth something by you know hitting on somebody else that's not their girlfriend like there's all sorts of different so hold on see, so sometimes sometimes do you think men or women cheat to hurt the other person um i mean i definitely think there's plenty of people in this world that do things to hurt somebody because they're hurt and they don't want to acknowledge that but i think a lot of times it's more of an insecurity based thing oh so. all right well, no no she's right it is it is an insecurity sure. uh no, it, so. like no, you gotta prove to yourself that you can still go out and get somebody or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know what's funny? I'm off the, the market by choice. By choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this entire th- this entire conversation is exactly how my last relationship ended was because <laughs> I can I wanted to make her my main, but that mm-hmm. but at the same time, I wanted to still go have my fun. You see what I'm saying? Right. Um, and the thing is, she was a, uh, both emotionally and personality wise, she was a, a, a beta, uh, mm-hmm. female that just, yo, Kaz is in his back. He's yeah. done his research on you. Yeah, He's done his research. She was a, no, no, she was a beta, beta. female. She was a beta female. And, and it, 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 it's, it's just, it, it took me so long because her and I fought back and forth for a year. Right. And it took me so long to realize that, you know what? I'm not getting through to this chick on as to what I want and what's going to make me comfortable. And finally, when that just just snapped, it, it just all fell apart. It crumbled. And he said it on the podcast. It was awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, but but you know, what's funny is that I heard her out, and and what what I'm saying is that what do you say to females that just they they're not able to handle that emotionally? Because that's well, what that's what she was trying to tell me was she couldn't handle that emotionally both for herself. That's plenty of women are like that. Plenty of women think, but I most of the women that I talk to that say that, like they they just are very conservative sexually. So that could be their personality, which everybody has a right to have whatever personality they want to be. You could be sapiosexual. I don't care. Like it's just about don't. Like you or you're saying basically you were still in a mentality where you did kind of want to just keep going out and having your fun. So if you're not with a partner that also just wants to go out and be having some fun, you're with somebody you shouldn't be with. Like you're in a mentality that you're not you're not there. Like you're not committed to that that lifestyle with her of just it being just the two of you, blah, blah, blah. But there's some people that that is all they want. Like right. they're just right. whatever, for whatever reason. And that's I'm not out here to say everybody has to do this. Like everybody needs to take 13 inch cocks every day. Ah, like. No, not. Yeah, I don't. Do, I don't, do, I don't do know. You. Make your own rules. Make your own rules. I, 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 mean, no, I understand. I, every no, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> she just fucked my head up when she said, "Take thirteen inch dicks every day." Like, fuck my head up for a second. <laughs> yeah, but that's how some people live. Some people like. There's some girls that the reason they do porn is because they just like they are wired to. They need to get fucked a few times a day every day, and they don't. <laughs> know how to be in a relationship with one one dude that's just trying to be like you know going to work coming home having dinner having some normal ass sex and going to bed like you know it's so i just want people to realize there's nothing wrong with you yeah i'm about to get somebody that's in your lane i'm about to get so many dms about this (laughs) this 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 what i'm about to say right now no but i'm about to get so many dms about this but Women fucking listen to what she said. <laughs> just, just have sex every time. <laughs> every time a man says have sex, just have sex. Just do it. Yo, and I am. I, what's funny is that I am definitely. This is not not monogamous stuff. Is not my first rodeo at all. Um, I've been in so many different. Oh, uh, he's getting in his bag. I've been in so many different uh, types, and I, I actually uh, before this before this uh, episode, I was telling AC here that um, as a single guy, like this is my lifestyle. You know, mm-hmm. the, 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 I I take. I, I take it as it comes. It can be either just one on one. It could be That's you know. Th- it could be three on three. Well, what was that? <laughs> no, no, no. What, what was that? What was that? Take it as it comes, and then he said, "What a what?" I was like, "That's what she said." Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yo, she's in her stuff over there too. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm over here listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it, it. My single life is just everywhere, it, 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 and and I think that's what a lot of uh, people have a hard time understanding. Me is just like, well, what are you looking for? And it's just like nothing. I'm fucking single. Like I'm here to have right. fun. You know, mm-hmm. like the, the mm-hmm. I am I am here to enjoy people. I am I am here to enjoy experiences. My experiences have been 
uh, fucking uh, threesomes with a married couple, foursomes mm-hmm. with a married couple, you know, and and I've been in that bag. A lot of my friends have not been in that bag yet because maybe they're scared to try. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise my hand and say I have not been in that bag I yet. I remember being 21, 22 years old, motherfucker, and I got approached by a girl that was 42, 43, and she, I, she approached me because I was nice, hey, tall, I've, dark, and handsome. And I've, had, I've had three, I've had threesomes. Period. I mean, I was an athlete. I've had threesomes. That's not the problem. I've never been uh, in the whole woman, the whole marriage thing. I haven't been in that. I have not been in that bag yet at all. It's well, so common. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. He's telling me this. You're telling me this. For me, I, I can see it now. The, the crazy. I don't care about people all hung up on their bullshit, you know, patriarchal based, you know. Slut shaming rules because it's like okay, well now, you're just not having as many good orgasms. I don't, I don't like, think, I don't, I don't think, I think women in in your point, uh, in your position, and, and some other women I know in different positions that hold like very successful jobs and successful in their career, I think they don't give a shit about what society thinks these days. I think they're gonna right. do whatever they want to do, and yeah. they well, want to women that are already married, like they've been with their like they know what to expect from him, like you know. This whole people want to say, oh, spice up your marriage, make your marriage last, but within reason. Don't don't do don't do anything that we don't tell you is allowed. Like, yep. No, whatever the fuck you want to do, and yep. it's consensual. Yeah. And every and when he's getting hurt, that's what you do. Yo, that that or they can get hurt consensual. Yeah, that that is crazy. So I'm gonna hit you with some crazy shit that you've probably never even heard of right now. Um, hold on, hold on. I will pay you if you can tell her something she hasn't heard. I will pay pay you for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over here saying I know everything. I'm curious. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm curious too. No, $100 right here. So, $100 right here. This is the very unique situation. So, you ever just talked to, or actually, you ever just fucked your uh, dead friend's uh, mother? No. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) Wait, do I get like context with that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you do actually. So long. Hold long, on, hold on. You get on what? She said contact uh, oh, content. Uh, oh, yeah, con- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please get content with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, content. Yeah. So um, going Please back. Content. Oh shit! I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm out. Dead friend, mom. I'm Dead out. Dead friend's mom. Right? So I'll put it on my OnlyFans. I'll pay you for that. I know, right? Uh, so long time ago, back in 2010, 2011, I had a, I had a friend. He was a great friend of mine. Um, passed away sadly. You know, uh, he did something stupid, <laughs> fell from a, a fourth floor, four story floor apartment building. Yo, he was drunk. You can't tell your friend. You can't say he did something stupid and he died. Yo, that okay? <laughs> yo, that's how good of uh, friends him and I were. I'm telling him he's stupid. I'll tell him to right now. In, he's in up heaven. there saying, yeah, I was. I fucked up. I yeah, he was fucked up. He was being bad. dumb. You're was, not supposed to agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> he was being dumb. Um, but no. So everybody knew he had a hot ass mom. And everybody would always give him shit about it. Like, yo, like, I want to fuck your mom so bad. Like, blah, blah, blah. And he knew that. Anyway, fast forward a few years to like now. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow we kind of hurt. Somehow her and I st- were on Facebook and I made a comment on one of her posts. Um, oh, it, I actually, I remember it was her being alone on Valentine's Day. And I made a, I made a comment. And then that comment turned into her messaging me. And then that messaging turned into her being really bored of her husband. And her husband oh, has God, never got f- her oh, husband you, oh, you uh, never gave her sex in, oh, in a you, year. Oh, 
Oh, and one thing led to another. I, 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 I played my alpha self like I always do. And that just turned into sexting that turned into, you know, her fantasies that turned into like me fucking her at her office. This, you know, in San Antonio, this turned into a lot of different things. Yeah. So have you ever? Yeah. Oh wow! I need a shot. <laughs> and it's funny because it got so comfortable where I invited, I actually po- uh, posed the idea of bringing her daughter in on the action. Oh, oh, I'm out. Oh, this thing, oh. Sad, sadly, she declined. Sadly, she declined. Um, How do you feel about this? You heard enough. You can respond to this. You heard enough. Yeah, you've heard enough. You I can mean, respond to this. I mean, I've definitely heard of like as wild, if not wilder shit for sure. But like, I mean, I, I don't know a lot of people that that do that. Yeah. That next level shit. That, that's, and I also that, try that, to yeah. keep it above board in <laughs> Yo, terms she, of like 18 plus, like, all that shit. Like, because these guys online will try and take it to the nether world of like, you know, inappropriate. And I'm just like, I got an LLC to protect them. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. I got it. I got a question for you. What? Mm-hmm. How does your family feel about your your business, that your personality? Huh? I said that that was one of my my prepared questions that you gave me. Yep, that, that was yeah. is right there. Yeah, I sent <laughs> I it to you. I think there's a last one. Yeah. No. Um. Uh. It's a mix. So like. Basically, everybody has some idea of what I do, Um, like plenty of family members that know exactly what I do and think it's really dope and have no problem with it whatsoever. And then obviously, like, there's a couple of, like, males in the family that are convinced that I can't possibly be doing this of my own free will. You know, the whole, that old chestnut, that whole sex worker slut shame of the patriarchy that there's no way she would choose to do that on purpose. Like, like I didn't purposely quit my job to do this full time when I made $2,000 in a day for the first time. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go and do my passionate, like the thing I'm passionate about, I'm going to go pursue pursue that instead of like trying to suck up to this piece of shit fucking boss that's like half my size and is talking to me crazy every day like mm, no because you know what he wouldn't be paying me nothing during this coronavirus you tell you that much right now <laughs> guess, guess who the fuck is still paying me during the coronavirus Yo, mm-hmm. yo, I, I about that. I, what is what is your fans only looking like right now? Just don't give us a number. Give us a ballpark. What's your fans only looking like? Fifty-six fans. Huh? I mean, I have one hundred and fifty-six subscribers right now. Are your fans um, only? On my only fans, yeah. Uh, I keep saying that yeah, fans keep only. Saying fans only, bro. It's only fans. Only. Bro. I don't subscribe to the shit, so I don't really know. I mean, who the fuck cares which one you say? I'm just gonna say it the right way because that's I say it every day. All right, every only day. fans. I'm not trying to correct you. I don't really care. Yo, what? I, actually, I actually just turned down an OnlyFans what? girl. What? It, in yeah, somebody. Austin. Yeah, he was trying to. Turned <laughs> He turned somebody no, down. She, Wait, she, you didn't want to end up on uh, on her site without no, 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 no. I did, no. I was talking to her. I for wouldn't a while. tell the story. I oh, wouldn't tell the story. Yeah. I, yeah, I would not tell the story if I were I, you. I was I was talking to her for a while, and then she and then she got she got whim that I was actually treating her actually uh, with respect, like a woman, and <laughs> and she just. <laughs> 
And we, like I said, she'd like that. And all of a sudden she goes, you know, I like you. I want to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And, but here's the problem was, yo, if you don't have gas money to get the fuck over here and you're telling me to PayPal you $50. Yeah. That's where I have a problem. (laughs) Yeah. That's rough. Uh, anyway, anyway, what is what is, your, what is your what is your what is your ball figure this now? Is what I'm saying, because my point to that is that I know for a fact because I've proven it over years now, and she just doesn't know this that she's asking the wrong person to send that fifty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I want to go get this dick, so hey, cucks, fucking send me this. Like, and you don't say fifty, you say a hundred. Like, you know what I mean? It's right. just that's the culture. That's the point. Is that there are endless fucking beta cops they identify as subs they identify as this it's consensual because they understand this is their natural place this is what they should be doing they should be helping that beautiful goddess get whatever she needs and if she needs the fucking gas money to go get the dick that she wants you give her the gas money plus some what else do you need you need a weed fund you need some liquor what the fuck do you, y'all need to go get some smoothies larry june style what do you need like I'm a cuck. My job is to fucking open my wallet and support you. Yep. Support yep. your your pleasure and your happiness. And yep. like you know, as a dom sub relationship, just from you know, that's where the cuckolding thing comes from. For you know that whole thing, like he's supposed to sacrifice. Yo, yo, happiness. I don't mean to cut you off, but Cass is in his what? phone right now, texting her this right now. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, he's in his phone. Texting her this right now. Yo, I just uh, blocked her and sent her that. Yo, he's sending his text message right now. Oh my god, I am dying over here now. This guy is really on his phone right now. Jesus. That's the point. This message has to get out there. So it's like I part, you know, part of me doesn't want to be all up on Facebook because I'm trying to respect my family, knowing what I'm doing, and I'm like trying to keep it out of their lane, like Stay to my lane. They're not on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? But like, I'm just going to, I'm going to be everywhere one day because at this point now, these girls, I just can't keep seeing them suffer like this. Hey, you, I'm going to talk about your Twitter real quick. You you retweeted that post earlier. And one of the one that I tagged you in to promote this episode. Yeah. And one of those girls who follow you retweeted it and I clicked on her profile. Whoa. (laughs) yo she is she is definitely ready to get it in yeah well i told a lot of sex workers and they do they put what they want to put online you know some of them be putting it all out there and that's their right hey i (laughs) yo no i she just started posting videos and shit i was like oh okay that way she getting down i might i might have 12.95 for OnlyFans. See? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Are you supposed to spend your time in the I'm joking. Um, Should I give you give you both a free month for my OnlyFans? Yo, I'm out of that one. Stop that. Stop. Go, Cass. <laughs> sign up for OnlyFans. I'm out of there. Um, but I am. Hey, we are gonna. We are. Hey, this, don't use it. That's on you. Hey, this has been a lot of fun. This is. We're gonna keep this having a fun. Lot of fun. Yeah, this is gonna have, we're gonna keep having fun with this one real quick. Uh, so, got a question here. We're gonna have a little. We're gonna have a little, we're gonna have a little fun with this. Is your is is your uh, is your better half around you? Yeah, he is actually. He's pro- he's in his office either across the hall or down the stairs. Oh, I thought you guys were like doing the interview together or something. Oh uh, well, I mean, I can message him in two seconds. No, oh. 
No, nah, you're mm-hmm. good. How many in your uh, in your business right now? How many girls do you have involved in your day to day business? How many girls do you mentor slash help slash well, promote? It's, mm, it's like all kind of different because there's like girls I would say are are in the house of Anaconda. I work with them on a very active basis. You know, people like. Um, got a stun mouth, um, you know, Disney, for instance, like there's girls that I work with very directly. Um, but then Do you want to shout any of them out of, on the podcast right now? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I'm happy to Sapphire diamond back. Of course, she's another one. She is a true queen of spades and she is definitely one that you could say is like under my wing. All right. Hold on. Hold of- on. Hold on. Before you keep going real quick, I'm going to say this real quick. Uh, before, after this, Send me the links to all these girls you're about to shout out, because I'm sure I'm sure after posting this episode and tagging all this stuff in there, (laughs) there, 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 yeah, there's sites. Traffic is going to (laughs) go (laughs) up. Well, as long as everybody knows what they're in for, so I think that it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, but no, give a shout out to to these these there's uh, these girls in your in your uh, in your wheelhouse. Absolutely. I'll shout out a few of them. Um, so Princess Sapphire Diamondback is one of them. You could follow her on Twitter at Sapphire HOA. And she is a true queen of spades. Like I said, just like me, she acknowledges and understands that black kings are everything and that white boys exist to pay us. And uh, Mommy Cottonmouth, Queen of the North, is the ganja goddess. Did you say she Did you say Molly Cottonmouth? Mo- mommy Cottonmouth. Yes, oh, Cottonmouth mommy. is her snake name. Oh, Okay, Ooh. that's very, that's very, that's very venomous right there. I'm, I'm loving these. Yeah, I know that's very venomous right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's dangerous. Uh, so you can follow her also on Twitter at Cotton Boa H O A. Um, so most of them do have like the House of Anaconda tag to like because I have lots of different models. Some I work with on more of like a contract basis, just like for certain shoots, you know, because I have. People like Mistress Piper, for instance, at Mistress Piper HOA on Twitter. She has been with the House of Anaconda since the beginning, and she loves to. Do, we love to do sessions together, you know, with little cookies, and uh, you know, ball busting sessions, all sorts of things. But she <laughs> is also, she's got, you know, she's doing her medical training. She's fucking saving the world. She's kicking ass. So like, she pops in and out, you know. So and then there's different girls that maybe do it more full time. So like, you know goddesses like for instance goddess disney i have to shout her out because she's amazing she is probably like the closest thing to a soul sister i've ever known and uh she was with me in vegas so she actually is the goddess that is in the picture oh the me. one that we the one with yes. our, yeah okay and that was that was our avn picture what is she like five foot two what's she like she five? is tiny yeah probably like maybe five foot like she is or like you know she's right in that five foot to five two she is a tiny little thing yeah she's and um so she's just in, bounce uh, her disney, around disney x no, she's a <laughs> and that was like so i wish i had um i'll well actually they're on twitter i'll just retweet them but there's so many videos of her when we were at the white party and she's so tiny she was getting up on like the highest platform in the club just like dancing and showing her QoS song and like it was just so hot and it was so much fun and she I'm just like yeah no I'm gonna stay down here with the slave because I can't I'm six feet whatever in these heels I'm not getting up on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. don't go, don't do that when you when you yeah yeah don't do that when you get above five seven five eight yeah don't don't do that in heels uh, you're gonna fall yeah, exactly I'm like I, I look good where I am I'm going to stay here in my statuesque yeah I've seen yeah. some people 
take some mean dives. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like ba- volleyball players. Yeah, I've seen them fall pretty hard. Don't do that. Oh we're hey, I'm a, we're gonna have to get out to Ohio. <laughs> no, no, I will meet you anywhere else. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> no, we're. Let's go meet in Miami, or I'll let we meet in Vegas. You're in Texas. That's fine. I would even come to Austin before I'd want you to come here. Austin, bring my. I'll bring some girlfriends with me. Oh, oh, there you I, go. I have shit. I'm going to Mexico in <laughs> June. He's like, shit. Uh, Ju- <laughs> hey, July. Hey, that might be a good time, right there. I'm going to Mexico in June for my birthday. July. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my man. Birthday. I might be in quarantine for my birthday. Mm-hmm. You might be. Are you still moving around? Your ass is up, still moving around. Oh, I'm fine. I mean, we. You know, I, it's. I'm. Be curious how many people remember that there was a joke about the AVN flu back in whatever that was end of January. The AVN like, flu was gonorrhea or chlamydia. <laughs> no, no, no. There was a real ass flu going around and like mad people like canceled shoots and stuff like that because of it. And people like when the day we were going to go to the airport, we were like, everyone was talking about the flu, talking about the flu. We tried to go to get face masks at the CVS out there and they were already sold out. Damn. Like it was that type of situation. And I like keep thinking about it now because I've been fine like since then. You know, in terms of all this nonsense, but I keep thinking, like, damn, was that like a bad flu, or was that, you know, did, did everybody just circulate that virus already out there? Yeah, you know, no. What was that? You said January. Yeah, it was like the end of January. You know what's so crazy? Uh, I think Scarface, Slim Thug, a couple, a bunch of other people have come out and said they just got diagnosed with coronavirus, but they were feeling that way back in January. Yeah, who was the? There was like a rapper too that like did performed at um, ADN. I can't think of who it was now. Um, was some it, guy was it Kanye like, or something like that? Kanye? <laughs> no, but it wasn't. It wasn't Kanye. I don't think so. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> white guy. Kanye would have brought his it. damn church house to the AVN. Oh man, <laughs> that's what I was thinking just now. That, that would have been oh uh, Diplo, Doja Cat, and Diplo. Diplo. DJ Diplo. Never mind. Okay. So it was uh, Doja Cat and DJ Diplo were there at AVN. So I, I was just checking to see if it was somebody who said that they had like tested positive. But Hey, I got a, I got a scenario for you here. So okay. you're on a, you're in the middle of the ocean and you got a raft and you can only save one person. You see Donald Trump and you see George W. Bush in the middle of the ocean, which one are you saving? <laughs> wait, I gotta save one? You got yeah, you, you got a raft. You gotta save can I, you wait, can you can no, no, you don't have to. Be, I feel like I should be able to float around for another few hours and see if there's anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is my right in this yeah. scenario. No, you don't. You don't have to save anyone over. But it sounds like I got one spot open. That's what is making me. You're making me feel like I got one other spot open in this round. No, it is. So no, you got you, you got one save. spot open. It you, sounds like I should save it in case I find somebody else worth saving. So so what you say? Basically, you gonna let both of them motherfuckers drown? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, 
like, what have they done to make me feel like they secured their spot in my raft? Nothing. So I'm going to wait for somebody who does. Hey, that's why I, I said, that, right? that's why I said, you got a choice. <laughs> you can save one or the other. Uh, or neither, right? No, I mean, uh, nah, you I ain't, mean, you ain't, you ain't answering that question. God. You let both of them motherfuckers drown. Nah, she did. Yeah, she let both of them motherfuckers uh, drown. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 they both let me drown. The fuck? Why would I save them? That's a very valid point. That is true. Can so, you see you Donald? Can you see Donald Trump water? in that situation <laughs> saving somebody? You think Trump would pull people out of the the water in Katrina quicker than Bush did for some reason? Is that is that, man, is that the belief that we have or something? <laughs> man, he would say he would Trump say loves black people or something. <laughs> <laughs> Man, hey, he actually does, doesn't he? Actually, right, right. I keep forgetting. No, I don't. <laughs> Yo, he would oh, say he would save his hair wig before anything. Yo, Yo, this this has been a lot of fun. Yo, I I have a, I have a save his hair piece and sell it on eBay. Exactly. Yo, exactly. that hair piece is gone. Fuck out of here. That hair piece is in the middle of. The- <laughs> Like motherfucker, can you afford plugs? Because I don't know what you're doing right now. <laughs> yo, I yo, all of this talk, I was just remembering this entire this entire interview and stuff like that. Go, rem, going back to what we were talking about about everything, I gotta say, I am quite jealous. I uh, I I am quite jealous. So you know. Women what, being me? no, well, with clearly the whole, is with somehow. the whole lifestyle. No, 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 with the whole lifestyle of like Queen of Spades, you know, better you, you, uh, you know, you best know your uh, your black king and shit like that. Fuck, where's the love for us Latinos? I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, poquito a mas, you, cabrón. You, you Come just on, got you, you just got you. <laughs> Uh, you're just you're descended from the chosen people more closely than these little white beta bitches that pay me. So that's I'll leave it at that. Hey, Lee, uh, I want to we want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, after so talking to you for what the last fifty five minutes here, uh, it has been straight entertainment and a pleasure to talk to you. I understand who you are. And how you got to where you are right now and what your visions are for different things. Um, and we're going to talk off the pod about uh, these visits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> off the pod. Off the pod. We're going to talk off the pod about these visits. But uh, we'll show you around Austin for sure. Yeah, we'll show you around Austin. So show you what's going on. But uh, is there anything else that you want to? Talk about anything else you want to plug before we let you get out of here. I wish your I wish your husband's over here so we can ask them some questions. Uh, but is there I mean, else we can, I, we'd be happy to come back again sometime, and you could you know primarily talk to him because he's got plenty plenty to say. He's definitely been like a mentor to me ever since I've met him. Like he's just so educated, he's so aware of what's going on. He just wants to. Um, really empower women. Like it, every time any of the models, you know, new models either talk to him online or meet him in person, they're just so just impressed with just what a gentleman he is and like how real and how honest and how loving, how sweet and just like he just wants these girls to be getting their bag and he doesn't want them to be getting taken advantage of and getting bullshitted. And he's just fantastic. And I mean, you could follow at Village. Village of Sound HOA on Twitter. That's yeah, send me 
Send me those. So uh, is, yep, I'll send them all. I'll, I'll yeah, send, send me those, and um, I'll plug them on the description of the of the episode. Um, we we will edit this. I'm not really sure how much it is we're gonna edit it all. Besides mm-hmm. the uh, the three phone calls he made to you before you got a stable connection. <laughs> well, I was also prepared for up to three hours, so I was like in here with like my full like water bottle. Like I got a drink, I got my blood. Like I was like all set for like just in case. <laughs> Oh, oh, we didn't know you prepared for that long. We were, we we're going to give yes. you like an hour. We we're going to give you an hour and then let you let you get out of here. Let's fucking keep on going. <laughs> oh, oh I mean, I just it's I because I've been I've done podcast interviews before where there's like a lot of like technical issues, like they're trying to do video and stuff like that. So I just have gotten used to just being real. Real low key and just real like just clear my night, clear my night. I've got time. Yeah, no, I, I mean we really try to get like, everything. No, it's cool. We could let's do. I would love to do another interview sometime. You know, after you've had you know a couple other episodes, whatever you want to do. Like, but have me and my dude if you'd like to do that. I'd be yeah. Why don't we? Happy. Why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, next time if you want? If there's any any girls that are around you that are part yeah. of your house, uh, you can bring them on and. We can really just have a conversation about, you know, their journey. Uh, we already heard yours that, yeah. and then your husband's because I, I really don't know. I want to know a lot of what he's what he's thinking and how he goes about day to day things with you. Because, I mean, that's it's a, this is a whole different world than. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like I said, it's a taboo lifestyle. And that's exactly what we're trying to, you know, get get into here. I still love how you yeah. just avoided my question about the. That that fans that only fans bag. <laughs> Wait, which question? I was like, what that fans only bag has gotten real big lately, huh? Oh my! No, well, yeah, to be are. honest, it's just, it's consistent. But I mean, like every month, I get like a couple more. Like my numbers will go up like a little bit, a little bit. But like my main subs are like the ones that I mostly interact, like the ones really spend on hundreds and thousands of dollars. Or like, you know, so I mean like when new guys come in, like if they are a subscriber, you know, if they message me, I'm going to make them like, talk, they have to pay to talk to me in the messenger. Like yeah, just because yeah, you subscribe to OnlyFans, like I'm not going to be like, you know, yucking it up with you every day. Like the fuck I'm a fin dom. Like, you know, so I'm just kind of also focusing my energy more on like the guys that are genuinely useful, genuinely like, you know, donating and stuff too. So I guess that's like my, my point is also like, we're me and my dude are trying to establish a couple roles in the company now in terms of like behind the scenes stuff, like, you know, him having a co-producer editor, et cetera, um, that we can really rely on to do our own podcast. Like, cause right now we have the models, we have that kind of, you know, handled, taken care of, they're kind of running on their own, running smoothly. So now we're kind of trying to focus on, you know, getting a little more support so that when we, get a little bit bigger and really start uh, like attracting more traffic because we're getting out of just like the fetish world. And now we're kind of like going a little more to the mainstream crowd in general. Um, we kind of need a, just a little more support. I feel like to be able to really take advantage of that. Yeah. So that's kind of the, where we're at now and kind of what we're focusing on while we're in this like downtime. So you know, we, we, we've, we've done yeah. that. We've, we've done the, we've done a rebranding. We've done a couple of different things. Um, Market agencies, branding agencies. Uh, yep, yep. It is. It is going. It is. It's when you start out, and it depends on where you want to go with it. Yep. If you want to for do sure. it just for fun and just get it over with, but if you want to monetize it and actually make it something, 
then mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to take a little bit more than you just buying a USB mic and putting it between two people and getting it done. Yeah, it's it's going to take a, some yeah, money. It's a process. You yeah, know, and yeah. you need like the bigger you want to, the more you want to do. Like, because for me, it's like if I'm doing, um, you know, if I'm doing one thing, I'm not doing ten other things. So that's yeah. the way you start realizing, like, you know, in terms of using your time wisely and delegating correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a whole whole fun process of this whole oh, adventure. <laughs> it's it's an it's a, it's a fun process and it's it's a teaching <laughs> process too. But yeah, uh, thank you again for coming on. We are definitely gonna do this again. Uh Cass, anything to let her go with? Oh shit. I'm still jealous. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, I'm telling you, I'll put you on. No problem. You let me know. You hit me up. All right, lady. Train up your girl a little bit. You let me know. Oh, oh wow! All right, all right. Okay. Hey, she's giving out lessons. She's yeah. giving. She's giving out free bags right now. Hey, I can give out free lessons myself. <laughs> all right, all right, lady. Well, we're gonna let you go and uh, get back to your blood and your husband over there. Thank you again for everything. Thank yeah. you for the conversation. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was so much fun. Thanks so much, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. We'll do. Okay. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Lady Anaconda. That was Lady Anaconda, everybody. That was a very, very entertaining conversation. We have just enlightened the world and just people that are just... They don't understand this life. Cause this is this is that's that is your bag. That 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 was you just talking about. This is my single life bag. For for those of the girls that think I'm like I'm like this when I'm gonna get serious or fucking married, I am not. This is my single life. So yeah, dude, this is the this was amazing. This was very enlightening. This was um, getting into the inside of what goes on in in those in that type of business, like yeah, like when you see these accounts on Twitter, when you see these accounts on Instagram, we all judge them. We all judge them because we see their pictures. We're superficial. We compare. We're like, oh, like that girl's got no morals or stuff like that. But you know, going by this 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 interview. This is yo. She shed light on a lot of different she things. She did shed light on a lot. A lot of, of a lot of people are judging these girls and what other people do by social media. But at the same time, you are paying for it. Like you are going and judging her, but then going back and paying her for it and sending her the receipts for it. And this shit happens over and over and over. I am just like. Wow. Not only that, dude. Not only that, but it's just, it's like people don't want to talk about this in real life, but yet you'll go jerk off to this later on by yourself because that is your own personal thing. And we get it, people. We get it. It's it's your personal life. You don't want to, you don't want to let that loose in, in the public or anything because that's your thing. But you got to, you got to realize this is a business for other people. What you're jacking off to is a business. And we just heard the inside of that, bro. Yeah, we we really just got an inside perspective of what actually goes on 
And that business, so a lot of you guys are saying, well, I don't pay for this. I don't pay for that. And the reality is. Bullshit. You yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were, you were definitely paid for this. So, just, shout out, so all the girlfriends out there, <laughs> yo, yo, all the girlfriends, all the fucking wives. Yo. Pay, pay attention to that credit card bill. Exactly. Your husband and boyfriend ain't that fucking uh, innocent after uh, all, even though you're fucking painting his toenails or some shit like that. That motherfucker better not say uh, on a known charge. Uh, yeah, he's... Nah, he's get, nah, us guys are smarter than that. We got offshore accounts. <laughs> offshore? Oh. No. Offshore accounts. Offshore that's accounts. That's the reason why you got called cheating, because you got an offshore account, huh? Yeah, no shit. Goddamn idiots over oh, here. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, I'm very I'm I'm crazy with this. That's 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 kind of that was that was very I, I had fun with that. That's Me too. This has been fucking epic. It has, man. We are running at about I don't know hey, hour fifty. Who gives a fuck on who we're fucking running on right now? I'm just saying. This, I don't either. I really don't give a shit. Hey, let's give the fucking people what we're doing this weekend. Hey, people. What are we doing this weekend? Hold on. You you talk to the people real quick. Hold on. Hey, where's my drink I, at? Where's my what? fucking drink you know at? What? Oh, I gotta get my drink. You know what? I think we're just gonna have to be de-fucking-generates de and disobey this stay-at-home order because... No, blame yourself! Us extroverts are not okay with staying at home at all. So... We are going back, just like how we started out the episode, we are going back to our 18-year-old selves, and we are having house parties with our most trusted people, and we are, upon entering, we are making them fucking get hand sanitizer, (laughs) hand sanitizer, uh, shit, washing their hands and everything like that before they touch anything in our fucking house. That's exactly what we're making them do. So, people... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Yeah, hold on. I'm back. I'm no, back. no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I think I know what you're saying. And and people... if uh, got, Actually, not people, but gr- guys, if you bring a girl over... <laughs> Yo, you can't yo, tell my story, you fuckface. If you bring a girl over, tell him, AC. Yo, you take a shower when you walk in the door. Get this. Get this. Uh, uh, when you walk in the door, you take a shower, goddamn.